Hey everybody, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. This is a special podcast because it's a special day. On Sunday, FIFA announced the cities and the matches they would host in the 2026 World Cup, and Atlanta got eight matches, second most of any of the 16 cities. Only Dallas got more. It is a It was a stunning bit of news. It was a surprising bit of news. We're going to go into the dates of those games. You're going to hear from Dan Corso, uh, Atlanta Sports Council president, uh, from Dietmar Exler, who runs Mercedes-Benz Stadium, manages Mercedes-Benz Stadium for Arthur M. Blank Sports and Entertainment. You're going to get to hear my thoughts on the World Cup coming here, and I'm going to answer your questions. As always, I hope that you'll follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. I hope you you consider subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We've got a special offer going on right now that I'm going to tell you about in just a little bit. And if this is your first time listening to us, please make sure to follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So when the news came out yesterday, you know, the, the show was awful that Fox produced to announce the dates and the games. It was, it was underdone, which is a little bit silly for FIFA because usually it overdoes everything. But here is the information that everyone, at least in Atlanta and Georgia was waiting on. Atlanta is going to host five group stage matches, June 15th, 18th, 21st, 24th, and 27th. It's going to host a knockout round match on July 1st, a round of 16 match on July 7th, and a semifinal on July 15th. Grass is going to be put down in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I wrote a little bit more about that yesterday. Again, you could find that on AJC.com. You can Google my name, Grass and Mercedes-Benz Stadium, if you want to read it. Uh, I'm not going to give away the information that's in the story because I would love for you all to subscribe. But there's a whole lot more about that in the story. Uh, tickets are going to go on sale in September 2025 and the draw for the tournament when you'll find out which teams are going into which of the 12 pods, which four teams are going into each of the 12 pods will be 2025. I don't know if that's also when FIFA is going to announce which teams are going to be playing where, but we did learn yesterday that the U S is going to play in Los Angeles, Seattle and Los Angeles. So I'm guessing kind of back of the napkin math that you're going to have three teams play in Atlanta at least twice. I think they're going to try to keep some sort of geographic proximity 
for these teams. So they're not flying from LA to Atlanta or Atlanta to Vancouver. They're going to try to keep them in the same kind of regions. It's exciting. I mean, I started playing soccer when I was five years old. I was in first grade at Riverside Elementary, and there was a little flyer that got put on the desk about come play soccer at the YMCA, and I took it home to my uh, mom and dad, and they signed me up and started playing soccer, and then we moved over to the YWCA in Austell, and I played at least two seasons, sometimes three, sometimes four if you count indoor, uh, every year. Uh, played on a traveling team in Douglas County. I never in my wildest dreams would imagine that the World Cup would be coming to Atlanta. And now eight games in Atlanta in two years, two years and a few months. It's it's stunning to think about. It's uh, an amazing achievement by all of those people who met with FIFA, negotiated with FIFA, charmed FIFA to have the World Cup come to Atlanta. It's, uh, to me, the second most important sporting event the city has held next to the World, uh, the Olympics in 1996. And I think that venture really opened the eyes for others in the city as to the enormous potential that the city has, uh, not only in the United States, but in the world. And you see it in many different mediums now from rap music to art to to culinary, uh, to dance, uh, to journalism, I hope, Um, to podcasts. There's a lot of great podcasts from Atlanta. It's a, it's just a stunning, stunning thing. And the World Cup is just another kind of brick in that, that wall of excellence that Atlanta has built for the city in a lot of different ways. It's not a perfect city by any stretch, but what they've done is, is pretty darn awesome. So I'm tired of talking. So let's get into some of the audio here. Uh, the voices you hear are going to be Dan Corso and Deepmar Exler. Um, I'll try to identify who they are. We were doing this in kind of a hurry yesterday. I was up against a deadline, but I believe this first clip is Dan Corso, president of the Atlanta sports council. And one of the guys who helps bring everything here, the Super Bowl, the college football national championship, et cetera, talking about the eight matches coming to Atlanta. Eight matches coming to Atlanta, uh, five in the group stage, uh, one in the round of 32, one in the round of 16, and then a semifinal. And, uh, you cannot get a better mix of matches. The fact that we uh, match up nicely with other cities across the country, our counterpart down in Miami, uh, has a, a good number of matches as well, so we can look at doing some cross-marketing, uh, cross-promotional things with, with Miami. But the fact that we have a semifinal here, uh, which I think was the discussion all along, and was the idea to FIFA, is that we, you know, with the, the strength of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, uh, the connectivity to the world through our airport, and our history of hosting big sporting events, uh, combined with, you know, support from the city, support from the state, all of that is just a great formula to host the biggest sporting event in the world to have eight matches and a semifinal. It's just, we're so thrilled. And this, I believe, is Corso talking about the Olympics in 96, and now 30 years later, the World Cup. You can go back to 1996, and how great is it that, you know, we had the Olympic Games here in 96, and then 30 years later, we got, you know, the, the World Cup coming, two of the biggest sporting events easily in the, in, the, in, in the world coming to Atlanta, and making Atlanta only one of two cities in the U.S. to host both, both of those events. So, yeah, this is, um, from what FIFA says to expect, 
uh, each match is like a Super Bowl. So we've got eight Super Bowls coming in about 35 days or so. And then here's Corso. I was curious when they found out about the eight games and it, you're going to hear. When did you find out eight? Was it watching Doug, TV we found it? out eight <laughs> watching it. Uh, alive on television, much like you did and everybody else. Yeah, FIFA uh, kept it uh, all the way until the broadcast. When the grid came up and you started looking for Atlanta and then counting yeah. the games. Yeah, we wish we had a chance to free, uh, pause the, the screen. I did. So, yeah. <laughs> we weren't able to. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We weren't able to in our setup. We had a small group here, as you can see, but um, uh, you know, it, we were following it online as well, so they right. were posting it. So yeah, it was really exciting to see you know that number of matches come up on the screen. And this is Dietmar talking about the grass in the stadium. Trying to keep grass in the stadium for 30 days is going to be a bit of a, a challenge. Are they going to yeah. tear out and put in no. or no? What we're going to do, and if you take a look at the floor right now in the stadium, everything is out. We're down to concrete. We're putting underground ventilation and irrigation in right now to be faster in 26. Okay. And in February 26, we put real grass in. Okay. February 26. February 26, we put real grass in. Atlanta United will play on grass. Okay. March, April, May, part of it. Uh, we'll have grow lamps because even if we were to keep the roof open, it wouldn't be enough sunlight right. coming to the grass. So we have grow lamps that we use for the whole stadium. And then we have a match, as you said, every third day. That's also why we want Atlanta United to play on real grass. Okay. So that gives us the practice. If the match is over, how do we get you know the right. field in great shape, basically overnight, okay. uh, within two days, we need to be ready again. Will that grass be torn out after the semifinal and the turf put back in? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we could not run the schedule we run specifically when it comes to concerts. Right. Uh, and yeah, when it comes yeah. to overnight just... football on, on Saturday, college football, football on Sunday, American football, right. rainbows, or, you know, football, soccer, overnight just does not work. Right. And Dietmar talking about the timeline for the matches. I believe this is Dietmar. Yeah, so from a timeline, as you know, they're playing the qualifiers. Right. That will run until the fall of 25. Right. Probably same as Copa, some matches not decided, some playoff in the spring. But 25, actually, the teams will be set. Right. And really, the majority of tickets will be sold after that. Because you don't know draw. if you're an English fan, you don't know which city England plays right. in. Uh, and except this semifinal is probably in finals, you know, people are interested earlier. Uh, but uh, um, if you're an Italian fan, you don't know even if Italy qualifies, which city they play in. Here he is talking about the friendlies and training sites. And lastly, what else needs to be done to the stadium? Do y'all anticipate some of the national teams that are expected to make it to start reaching out to try to set up? Friendlies here in case they end you up can being speak to in the Atlanta. friendlies. I can speak to the yeah. training sites, yeah. but if you want to speak so to the that has already happened. You know, can't name you know the teams, but some teams already reached out and had early discussion. Hey, what's possible? What's not possible for playing in the stadium? For playing in the okay. stadium, some teams. You know, one team came here, had the management come here and take a look at it. Uh, now they're going to be preoccupied and play the Euros in June. And after the Euros, this will, will heat up and the big nations will definitely think about does it make sense for them to play in the U.S. a couple of matches. And you would, would you qualify that team as a big team in Europe? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and training sites. Yeah, I was just going to say, because we working with FIFA and local um, 
partners. We've got four sites that they've been talking to and are interested in. Kennesaw State University, the farthest north, Atlanta United Training Center, Pace Academy, and George State University. So there's a nice mix there uh, of, of um, location within Metro Atlanta. And then we'll work closely with FIFA on identifying hotels around those specific training sites so that when teams select them down the road as to which ones they want to be, and they'll also be able to pair up with a hotel. From stadium perspective, other than the grass, what else needs to be done to get ready for this, if anything? So we just had FIFA here to take a look at the whole stadium, mm -hmm. where we are. I mean, from the footprint that we have, having hosted, you know, big events already in the past, they were really happy with us. No change really needed. They checked the technology. So Wi-Fi connection, everything, everything really good. No change needed. Uh, and they are also checking light uh, and sound, sound and everything from the stadium because it's slightly different setup for soccer versus football. Right. We still uh, are waiting, you know, the results of these studies, but we're going really through every piece of it. Right. Um, we are in the very fortunate situation that we have 50 events a year, that we have a ton of marquee events. Right. So we are always, you know, are dealing with with high, you know, quality requirements right. from everybody. So we, we seem to be in pretty good shape. Everybody was very optimistic. And your dimensions of your picture yeah. are perfect for yeah. We do have the advantage, and, and then thanks for that, that we play Atlanta United today in a dimension that is just a hair bigger what FIFA wants us to play. So we don't have any width problem that other oh, okay. stadiums yeah. have. We are in really good shape. So the, the size, of the, the dimensions of the pitch are... Yeah. The, the line dimension to the pitch will be slightly smaller. Just a hair. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze. Tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This podcast is part of the mission of the AJC to be the most essential and engaging source of news for the people of Atlanta, of Georgia, and the South. Stay up to date every day on breaking news, in-depth investigations, politics, sports, entertainment, food and dining, and so much more by becoming a subscriber to the AJC. Go to AJC.com start for a very special offer and unlock hundreds of original articles published daily on the refreshedajc.com and the new AJC mobile app. Plus, you can get access to our news alerts, our subscriber-only events, our AJC original shows, films, videos, newsletters, and so much more. That's ajc.com start. Now, we're going to get in the mailbag, but before we get in the mailbag, I want to say a couple of things about the people who made this possible from long, long ago. And that group includes Bob Hope, uh, Phil Woosnam, Dick Cecil, the guys who found Ted Turner, the guys who founded the Chiefs, um, believed in the Chiefs and the sport, brought soccer to the city way back when. 
and kind of planted the seeds that made a lot of us fall in love with it from by playing it or by going to the Chiefs games or going to the indoor games with the Generals and the Apollos, going to the Silverbacks uh, when they were, you know, uh, in the second division of, of American soccer here. It's a lot of credit goes to them. It, there was a column written by Ken Segura yesterday uh, focusing on a guy named Donald Jarrett. I know Donald. He's a longtime Atlanta resident, huge soccer fan, Spurs fan, unfortunately. Kid, just kidding with you, Donald. Um, he's like me. He, If you read Ken's column, you read about his history with the sport in Atlanta and why this is so important to him, this World Cup news today. Uh, my dad played soccer. I can remember going to the North Georgia State Fair and him, like me, got a flyer to join an adult league. So we'd go to my games on Saturday and my dad's games on Sunday uh, where he made friends. And, and some of the friends he made are my friends now, a guy like Gary uh, Levitt, who moved from Atlanta to Orlando, but he and I talk soccer all the time. It's yesterday I heard from so many people who were just stunned at this news. It's uh, It was really cool. It was really enriching. And, uh, you know, I, I'm still just a little bit numb to all of this. All right, we're going to go into the mailbag now. Well, first, let's let's hold off on that for a second. Let's go into some of the key dates. Uh, again, that's another file that we have on AJC.com slash sports. The opening match of the World Cup is going to be June 11th, 2026 in Mexico City. It'll feature Mexico. The opening match in the U.S. will be in Los Angeles featuring the United States men's national team. Same day in Toronto, Canada will play. June 15th is the first group stage game in Atlanta, followed by June 18th. The United States will play its second group stage game in Seattle on June 19th. June 21st will be the next group stage game in Atlanta. June 24th, the next. June 25th will be the United States' third group stage game in Los Angeles. And we'll see if it's going to advance out. It You would like to think that it should, but you never know. June 27th, another group stage game in Atlanta. July 1st, knockout stage game. July 7th, round of 16 game. July 14th, semifinal in Dallas. The 15th, semifinal in Atlanta. July 19th, the final in New Jersey, which was a bit of a shock. But we're going to get into that with one of the questions here. So, Benedict says... Do you see any scenario where the men, U.S. men's national team makes it out of the group stage at the World Cup with one of their games coming to Atlanta? Yeah, uh, I would think that the teams that start on the West Coast might either come Central or the East Coast for the next round of games so they could try to, uh, so FIFA and, and whomever makes the decisions can try to take advantage of, of moving the teams around to increase their popularity, increase the vis- visibility, the exposure. So yes, certainly I could see the U.S. coming and playing in Atlanta, especially with the National Training Center is going to should be finished by then. You know, I found it a little odd, and I tweeted yesterday that the U.S. is going to be headquartered in Atlanta, but all the games are on the West Coast. And then it was pointed out yesterday, well, the Gold Cup is going to be on the West Coast in 2025. So that may be why the U.S. asked FIFA or FIFA decided to put their games on the West Coast for 2026. It should be an advantage for them. Trevin, I believe this is Trevin's first time asking a question. So thank you, Trevin. Uh, 
He says, first, thanks for all your info on Atlanta United. Thank you for reading. He says, I am still a season ticket holder, though I moved to Pennsylvania, and you are my main connection to team news. Well, thanks, Trevin. That's a very kind thing of you to say. He said, we actually met in 2017 at Atlanta's first game in the Chattanooga press box. I have to search my memory banks for that one. Um, I'm an old man, and it gets harder to remember things sometimes. He says, I was the score and scoreboard operator for the game. Well, Trevin, thank you for reaching out. He says, my question, has FIFA revealed the ticket lottery process yet for the World Cup? He went to Russia in 2018 and obtained tickets in three rounds. If memory serves, he had to choose possible games almost a year in advance. They have it. Uh, there is a website you can go on to to sign up to get information about the tickets. I don't have the URL off the top of my head, but I'm sure you can Google it and find it fairly easily. But it seems a it would be a smart thing for all those who want to go to as many games as possible to go ahead and, and sign up for that ticket information. Sean, friend of mine, says, too early prediction for the semifinal in the World Cup 2026. Uh, yeah, it is too early. Uh, but if you're asking me to give one, well, you got to go with France because they're probably the deepest team in world soccer, even deeper than Brazil right now. Which brings us to... I'm going to go with Argentina. So we got France, Argentina. Going to go with Germany. I know I'm not really being crazy here, am I? This is uh, three teams. And we'll go with the U.S. Let's get crazy and throw the U.S. into the semifinal. Sean's next question, the World Cup reveal show, was it greater or worse than the Star Wars holiday special? It was so bad. So, so bad. I don't understand why Kevin Hart was on the show. I don't know why anyone cares about his opinion about soccer or, you know, he insulted Mexico's cuisine, uh, an entire nation's cuisine. He insulted. Um, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a funny guy, but no idea why he was on that show. And, you know, it, it took an hour for them to give information that could have been done in about two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. I understand commercials and sponsors and all that. I get it. But you could still just get to the information quicker and then turn around and do the analysis. Having said that, it was so much better than the Copa America draw, which I believe went 77 minutes before we got any valuable piece of information. Uh, it was it, it was not so bad. This was not as bad, but it was cringeworthy several times. Cam says, I'm just curious if you have an idea what the ticket prices will look like. I don't. He says, we have Atlanta United season tickets. Will we get some kind of access to order tickets? No. Uh, I need to go ahead and put this out there now. Tell your friends because it is important. Uh, Atlanta United season ticket members do receive pre-sale access for international soccer matches played at Mercedes-Benz Stadium but that does not include the world cup. The world cup is a totally different animal run a totally different way. So Atlanta United season ticket holders do not get any kind of pre-sale access to world cup tickets. Michael says, will Atlanta United even have a season during the summer of 2026? Yes. MLS will take a break. They, they would have to, it would make no sense to play concurrently. And then Michael gets a little off the deep end here. If so, when will they announce the date of the Atlanta United versus World Cup final champions game? 
Uh, it'll be soon, uh, soon thereafter. Michael continues, lastly, if the Benz is going to have grass down from February through the semifinal game in July, it's going to take about six months of regular exposure to photons and tons of photosynthesis to keep that grass alive. I'm going to have to trust you on that one, Michael. Who is paying for those photons, and how old will the wave particles be when they crash land on the field at the Benz? Well, Michael, I was told that you're paying for the photons, uh, about a penny a pop. And as how old they're going to be, well, they're going to be old enough to make the grass grow. And then we're on to Nick with our final question. From the announcement, were there any choices in host venues that surprised you? It all seemed pretty straightforward to me. Well, uh, I know what you're asking, Nick, that we, we already knew the venues. I think you're asking about who got to host what games. Um, it was surprising that Dallas was not the finalist uh, to, to host the championship. It had already been reported that Dallas was going to host the championship. So that proved poor sourcing. Um, you know, when, when you start looking at or thinking about things, Atlanta was always a strong candidate to be, to host a semifinal dome stadium, beautiful stadium, easy for the teams to get in and out, easy for fans to get in and out. Um, so then you start thinking, well, if you put the final in Dallas and Atlanta gets a semifinal, either New York or Los Angeles is going to be left out of the other semifinal. And that doesn't seem like a good decision. Um, so Dallas is going to get a semifinal. New York is going to get the final. Atlanta gets the other semifinal. Miami gets a third place game. That was really the only surprise. Um, I was surprised that Atlanta got eight games. When you do the math, it makes sense. But I did wonder if some of the smaller stadiums that are going to be World Cup hosts, uh, Vancouver, uh, Toronto, for example, might get a few more of the group stage games, um, as well as some of the sites in Mexico. They only had three host sites. Canada only had two. The U.S. had 11. So I, I wondered if Mexico and Canada host sites might get a few more games to offset the fact that they don't have as many stadiums in the pool, but that that didn't happen. So that was really the only surprise. Um, I want to thank y'all for listening to the Southern Fight Soccer Podcast. I think we're going to come back with another one on Friday. I will be flying to Tampa on Wednesday and covering Atlanta United's preseason match down there on Wednesday. I'll be down there covering the one on Saturday and hopefully providing any more news uh, from the team while I'm there. Please tell your friends about our show. Please give us a, a rating and a review on Spotify and Apple. It's what helps us grow the podcast. As always, hug your loved ones, communicate with your loved ones, practice empathy, strive for awareness. Thanks for listening to Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. 
In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com.